You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, what's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com, coming to you live from just outside the Chase Center in San Francisco. Just an incredible arena, a beautiful city, and this is the place where it's going down tomorrow night, Arkansas versus Gonzaga in the Sweet 16. Been here all day. It's been surreal, to be honest with you. This, this arena is state-of-the-art. Uh, Eric Musselman said it might be the best basketball arena in the world. I, I have to agree with him. I mean, it's, it's amazing, the technology in here. Everything's brand new. Uh, you know, we've watched all the teams practice. We just, just finished listening to Coach K. Might be his last uh, pregame press conference. We don't know if, if Texas Tech beats him. That's it. So uh, just been an incredible experience so far. And honestly, it was so surreal to see the Razorbacks practicing, getting shots up on the same floor that guys like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Moses Moody, you know, Draymond Green, all those guys, and this is their home arena. So it's a little bit of a different feel maybe than Tampa or Buffalo where the arenas were awesome, but those are hockey rinks, right? This is one, this is one of the meccas of basketball right here, home of the Warriors, uh, really been incredible. And there's so many other storylines to this game and this weekend here in San Francisco. Uh, you know, must play it in the Golden State Arena, Golden State, a franchise that fired him when he was an NBA head coach. I, I think that's probably pretty rare uh, that, that you run into situations like that. But he's still got a great relationship with a lot of the people there. Uh, you know, his mom gets to come. Muss's mom gets to come watch him coach the Razorbacks in person for the first time. That's so cool. That's a big personal thing for him. Uh, you, I, I think back to some of those handwritten letters that his mom would send the team, you know, post-game reports and, and things like that that he would read or share on social media. And I asked him today if, if he expected to have maybe a little one-on-one -on -one chalk talk with his mom. And he, he kind of joked and he was like, well, I hope it's not at halftime. So, uh, you know, really cool stuff there. And, and, and a lot of people think because this game's in Northern California, it's going to be a home game for Gonzaga. And, and that'll probably be true, I guess, to an extent. But at the same time, you got to consider Musselman has so many connections up here there's gonna be more Razorback fans than you might expect. I, I really do believe that. Uh, you know, he said that the ticket requests have been crazy uh, with all the people that he knows, family, friends, Coach Gus Arginal from the area as well. Uh, and, and there are gonna be a lot of people that travel here for this game. I think the Arkansas Razorbacks are gonna be pretty well represented for sure. And listen, then there's the game itself. And, and this is one that Arkansas uh, probably is not being given too much of a chance to win by a lot of talking heads. And, and listen, I mean, there's two reasons for that. One, Gonzaga's a terrific basketball team. I mean, they're the top overall seed, the number one team in the country uh, for a reason. But two, I, I think maybe people are getting a little too hung up on, you know, was a couple ugly victories for the Razorbacks, um, you know, in their, in their first two NCAA tournament games over a couple, you know, mid-majors, lower-seeded teams in Vermont, New Mexico State. Hey, we know a win is a win in March. It doesn't matter how you get it. This, this isn't a, a beauty contest. You're just out to get the dub. But I think some people are looking at that going, well, they scored 53 on New Mexico State. How are they going to keep pace with Gonzaga? Fair enough. Whatever. Arkansas relishes that underdog role. They buy into it. Must said again today, hey, if there's a clip, anything that we can slip into a film session, send a message to the to the team, you know, to, to kind of build that chip on their shoulder of, hey, that, you know, national media, pundits, whatever, they don't expect much from you. He's going to do that. He's a master of motivation. So, that's not a surprise, that comes to be expected. 
but it doesn't matter once you get on the floor, right? When you're between the lines, the only thing that matters is what is Arkansas and Gonzaga doing, and Arkansas has Gonzaga's full attention. Heard from Drew Timmy today, and, and his exact quote was, Arkansas is a really freaking good team. He knows. Mark Few said he knows that they've got their hands full with the Razorbacks. Spoke really highly of J.D. Note, Jalen Williams. This is going to be a battle, and it's going to be an exciting one. Uh, listen, Gonzaga's excellent, but this is a wide open field. This doesn't strike me as one of those years where you have that clear favorite, that, that team that's been dominant from start to finish, that, that you think it would be a surprise if they didn't win the tournament. I think most of these teams that are left in the Sweet 16 have a legitimate shot to get this done, and that includes Arkansas. I, I think all four teams left in this particular bracket, Gonzaga, Arkansas, Texas Tech, Duke, all have a chance to get this done. But, you know, Arkansas is more capable than pulling this upset. Let's talk keys for a minute. A little bit different. You know, it's not really a live reaction so much as it's a preview pod. So let's talk about some keys to the game for Arkansas. How are they going to do this? First thing that stands out to me, you got to get the best from your best, right? Arkansas has won a couple games here. J.D. Note is averaging 17 and a half in those two games. Jalen Williams has had a pair of double-doubles, but we can all agree that neither one of them have played their A game just yet. And if they do, that changes the trajectory of this game quite a bit. J.D. Note, a guy that scored 30 on Kentucky, 28 on Auburn, he's played some of his biggest games from a scoring standpoint against some of the best competition. Can he replicate that in this one? Remember, he was on that heater in the Elite Eight against Baylor last year before he fouled out. If you get that version of J.D. Note against Gonzaga tomorrow night, Arkansas is going to be in a good spot. And then Jalen Williams, uh, if he can get back going, a lot of this is going to be defensive for Jay Will, Garden Drew Timmy. Maybe he sees a little bit of time on Chet Holmgren. We'll see. But can he put some pressure on those guys with his offense and his versatility? They both talked about how he can put it on the floor, challenge from the perimeter. Maybe Jay Will can draw some fouls on those guys, and he can do that by taking charges or by attacking them and being aggressive. Got to get your best from your best to win a game against the best, right? A lot of, lot of best there, right? Okay, uh, limit foul trouble, and, and that's duh. I mean, that's a common theme for the Razorbacks now. They've battled it, and they, they've overcome it in a lot of games this season, whether it's Note or Williams missing large chunks of games or, or fouling out late. You can't do that against a team like Gonzaga and expect to win. That, that's putting a lot of pressure on the other guys. Arkansas has got to be smart. Be aggressive. Don't change the way you play, but if you pick up an early one, maybe make an adjustment there uh, just, just for the longevity of the game. Help yourself out. Do yourself a favor, right? Avoid those dry spells. Arkansas had an eight-minute stretch in the second half. They let New Mexico State come back in that game. They were held scoreless. You can't do that against Gonzaga, period. So Arkansas has proven that can, they can score over the course of the season. They were fourth in the SEC in scoring. But those scoring droughts hurt you, especially when you're playing really good defense. So when Arkansas needs a bucket, you know maybe, maybe there's a mini run, a 5-0 run, 6-0 run on them. Who can they go to to get them that bucket? Is it JD who can create it off the bounce, get to the free throw line, whatever, knock down a three? Can you feed it into Jalen Williams and get an easy score around the basket? Can a Mude be that guy for you? It could be anybody, but they've got to be able to find that when they need it. Quell any of those runs. Don't go on those long droughts and put strains on your defense. Next, win in the paint. Hey, can Arkansas outshoot Gonzaga from three on a given night? Yeah, of course they can. We've seen Arkansas get red hot before. Is it likely? Probably not, in fairness, okay? But Arkansas has overcome poor three-point shooting all season by what? Winning in the paint. 
winning on the glass, getting on the offensive boards, attacking the rim relentlessly, getting to the free throw line, and winning in free throws attempted. So they make up for any deficits that they have shooting three by winning in these other areas. That's going to be an important one. Gonzaga struggled at times in this NCAA tournament uh, as a defensive rebounding team. So can a guy like Aldi's Tony get going with those offensive rebounds, drawing the contact, and getting to the line? If he does, that'd be huge for the Razorbacks. Transition defense, I think that's going to be a key. First, transition offense. Arkansas has got to get out on the break. That's how you, how you build up some scoring, right? Create some mistakes, get the outlet out quick, get up the floor, get some easy baskets, put some pressure on the defense while they're trying to match up. Arkansas plays a top 30 tempo in the country. They can do that. But on the flip side, if Arkansas is playing fast, it's going to encourage Gonzaga to do the same. They actually play at the sixth fastest tempo in the country. They can really get out and hurt you in transition. It's going to be important for Arkansas to not only sprint back and not get beat back defensively, but you've got to communicate. You've got to be pointing, talking, getting matched up. Make sure you're not leaving a man wide open, not leaving Holmgren open for a rim run, not leaving Bolton open on the wing for a transition three. You've got to get matched up and get back because when Gonzaga gets going in transition, that's usually when they have a two to four point lead that gets built to 12 to 15 in a hurry, right? So just a few keys there for the Razorbacks in this game. You know, usually you'd throw in there, uh, cut off the head of the snake, right? Arkansas usually builds their scouting reports around uh, limiting the opponent's best player. Well, how do you do that when, you know, how do you, how do you cut off the head of a snake when a team is a Medusa of sorts? They've got a lot of heads on that snake. It's a very balanced attack. All five starters averaging double figures. They can hurt you in a number of ways. You know, they've got Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren, uh, arguably the, the best front court duo in the country. Timmy does it inside on the low block. He's a great passer out of there, high IQ player. Holmgren's kind of that unicorn, right? He can, he can put it on the deck and lead the break in transition. He can shoot threes uh, and, and he can hurt you inside uh, with his length. And then the backcourt, you got Andrew Nimpard, former Florida player, uh, 6'5 point guard that really makes everything go for him. Bolton shooting almost 50% from three on the year, which is a ridiculous percentage. He's taken a high amount, a high volume of attempts too. And then they've got a guy who presents some matchup problems in Julian Strother, a 6'7 wing uh, who, can, who really hurts you slashing, but he can shoot it as well. So a lot of different guys that Arkansas has to account for. That's what makes Gonzaga a, a difficult team to play. But they've also got to account for the Razorbacks. We talked about what Note and Williams can do. The, the X factor, Stanley Amude, if he gets going on, on a South Dakota stand kind of night, can Aldis Tony get his offense going to match the defense that he's been playing? And then obviously Jalen Williams, Devo Davis, March Devo. We're going to get another vintage performance from him. I don't know. We'll see. But it's going to be exciting. I really do think Arkansas has got a great chance to do something special here in San Francisco on Thursday night. We'll find out how it goes. Tune in. It's 6.09 Central Time on CBS. 4.09 if you're out here in the Pacific Time Zone. It's going to be great. Arkansas, Gonzaga. Sweet 16, the Chase Center. You can't ask for anything better. This has been Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com. I'm looking forward to bringing you all the coverage before, during, and after all the events that happen here in the Bay Area.